In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus and his disciples came to Jerusalem, and as Jesus was walking in the temple, the chief priests and the scribes and the elders came to him, and he said to him, What authority have you for acting like this? Or who gave you authority to do these things? Jesus said to them, I will ask you a question, only one. Answer me, and I will tell you my authority for acting like this. John's baptism. Did it come from heaven or from man? Answer me that. And they argued it out this way among themselves. If we say from heaven, he will say, then why did you refuse to believe him? But dare we say from man? They had a people to fear, for everyone held that John was a real prophet. So their reply to Jesus was, we do not know. And Jesus said to them, nor will I tell you my authority for acting like this. The Gospel of the Lord. We don't like the word authority. Perhaps we hate it more when we see people exercising authority. In life, we see how many people abuse their authority. Parents, teachers, governments, and even leaders in the church. Revolutionaries have rebelled against it. Anarchists seek to abolish it. And our enemies have attempted to undermine it. And yet, without it, society would descend into chaos. In fact, the truth is that those who question authority often seek to usurp it. Yesterday, we heard how the Lord had created a commotion with the temple in, within the temple precincts by overturning the tables of money changers who were responsible for exchanging the secular currency for the approved coinage used for offerings swept out all those selling animals meant for the temple sacrifices. St. Mark adds an additional note that our Lord also stopped anyone from carrying things into the temple. In some, his action was not just that of a destructive disruptor gone berserk, but one which hit at the core of temple worship, seeking to overturn it. Since temple worship was mandated by God, only God had the authority to change it or abolish it. Thus, we can now understand the context of the two blunt questions posed by the religious leaders. What authority have you for acting like this? Or who gave you authority to do these things? They are questioning our Lord's authority to usurp and overturn the authority of God. Who the hell does he think he is? God? Well, we know the answer. So we are not, and we should not, be surprised. Instead of honouring them with an answer which they do not deserve, because God is not compelled to answer any questions posed by mere creatures, so our Lord turns the table by questioning them in return. By doing so, he is asking them to examine their own pitiable credentials. Our Lord asked about the baptism of John not the ministry of John, nor did he ask about John himself. He asked, 
Was the baptism of John from heaven or from men? Costly was stumped and knew that this was a catch-22 situation for them. Our Lord's reasoning is simple. If they cannot even judge with the authority the nature of John's baptism, who are they to stand in judgment of him? It reveals their real motive for questioning his authority. They were not defending the authority of God, but actually felt that their own position of authority was being threatened. They had usurped God's authority and now are jealously guarding their monopoly over it. This episode reveals a perennial problem that continues unto present times. All authority is either of God or of men. We are either trying to please God and obey Him, being responsive to the truth that He reveals and responsible to His power, or we are trying to please men, to manipulate them, use them, or to gain something from them. If we do not choose to humbly submit to the authority of God, we end up usurping it. In our world today, even the best authority is flawed and a pale shadow of the authority of our Lord. Of course, we still have a duty to obey all legitimate authority, since God is the source of all authority. But such obedience should not be just blind obedience. And we should never abdicate our duty to discern the value of such authority and measure it against the authority of Christ. For those who wield authority, whether in the family, in the workplace, in society, or even in the church, should always look to the authority of Jesus as their model. The Lord's authority is not an authority that crushes, but it makes you flourish. It is not an authority which subjugates but empowers and emancipates. Finally, the authority which comes from God expresses the wisdom of God. And we know that God's ways are far more superior to the ways and conventions of the world, as he speaks through the prophet Isaiah. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.